Welcome to another episode of Win Some, Lose Some, where it's been quite a week here for Q and the gang, leading up to week 10. We got that victory in week 9, thanks largely to our massive performance by Lamar Jackson. It was all over by Monday night. T Higgins and Jalen Waddle, my new recruits, in place of Mike Williams, putting up um, uh, 13 and 16 fancy points. Uh, Devontae Adams, quiet game. Cal Pitts, moderately quiet game. Cardinals, strong game against the San Francisco 49ers, which led us nicely heading into week 11, uh, feeling as if a comeback was finally possible. Running backs were a little concerning in week 9. Khalil Herbert putting up 1.3 fancy points with David Montgomery coming back off IR. Heading into a bye week in week 10, I knew then that I was going to drop him. Eli Mitchell, 12.9 fancy points. Decent showing, came out questionable with his injured ribs, which seemed to be um, bothering him at the moment. But the signs were looking good. Chris Carson was rumoured to return after his bye week in week 9. Uh, Tennessee was up in the air a little bit, so I picked up um, Foreman just to see if he would be any use in the backfield there. Picked up Pollard as well, in case anything happened to Zeke. And Bateman and Judy, solid enough. They were on my bench, getting 10 and 12 fancy points. Uh, things were starting to come together. This whole squad was beginning to look quite tasty, uh, even although we were still chasing wins. So after week 9, we sit at 3 and 6. Leading up to week 10, though, is where everything has changed. I picked up um, Alexander Madsen uh, midweek as some cover because I dropped Khalil Herbert. I also picked up uh, Pat Fryermuth, but then realised I don't need two tight ends. So I swapped him for Eno Benjamin after um, Chase Edmonds was ruled out for a few weeks. So I will stash these running backs and see what happens. The big thing then in the WhatsApp group chat was that somebody top of the league 7-2 and two, said that it was time for them to trade Ezekiel Elliott for a tight end. I thought this was my chance to step in there with Kyle Pitts. Uh, everyone else in the league jumped in immediately but the owner of Zeke was ruling out these tight ends which made it very obvious he would only be looking for Kittle. Uh, Kelsey, Waller, Andrews, and I was hoping Pitts. Uh, he did want a little something extra as well. So the package I put together was Kyle Pitts and Chris Carson at the time of the trade offer, looking like he was coming off, uh, coming back for week 10. The guy got back to me saying he wanted to wait until after week 11 to make that trade because he needed Zeke to cover Daryl Henderson's by week and week 11. I said no chance at all. It is now or never, because I need the wins now. The ben the trade would benefit him now. He was 7-2, and two, even if he lost one week. That would be absolutely okay for his playoff chances. And thankfully for me, he had a moment of just going for it, and he accepted the trade. So I am now the owner of Zeke Elliott. I've been weak at running back all season. Kyle Pitts has been enjoyable, but he has not been sky high all season. So there was only one winner of that trade, and that was quite clearly myself. I must say as well, Q is now out the gang. So that is the name of my team, Q's out the gang, not Q and the gang. Uh, I am now Falcon free in my team. Ridley is on IR because I can stash him there at the moment, but the minute I cannot afford that space, he will be booted off as well. But Q is out the gang, and Greg Joseph of the Vikings is now my rest of season kicker. Unless anything, obviously, injury-wise or COVID happens to him. 
Lamar Jackson, diabolical game against the Dolphins on Thursday night. Jalen Waddell, average game against the Ravens on Thursday night. Does not leave me in a great position, projected to lose by 20 going into Sunday, but of course, football, anything can happen. My running backs are uh, Eli Mitchell against LA on Monday night and Zeke against the Falcons on Sunday. I am so excited about that and I hope that he will put up the points to match. Devontae Adams against Seattle. I am really hoping that um, Aaron Rodgers is obviously going to be healthy and off the COVID list again. And Jerry Judy, not the easiest matchup against the Eagles, but he's in my flex spot and I am quite confident playing him there with the targets he has been getting. I am streaming Ricky Seals-Jones at tight end. I feel a little better about it with Logan Thomas ruled out for week 10. Uh, Greg Joseph, kicker, Cardinals, defence. On my bench these days then, there's three running backs. Pollard, Matson, Benjamin. Pollard, a nice handcuff now for Zeke. And Matson and Benjamin, well, they could pick up a bit of work if Cook goes down, if James Conner goes down. Um, so I think I'll stash them as long as I can. Uh, T Higgins on the bench on a bye week and Rashad Bateman on the bench having put up 14 points and he is looking better every week uh, and I am sure he will get a start in the team before long. So week 10, the team is feeling good even if this matchup this week does not look particularly great for me against my opponent who's got some strong players especially at running back and quarterback but if I could win this week and go on a win streak of two that would be me at four and six and I would be mid-table in the league such as the season we are having so fingers crossed Q's out the gang Zeke is in the gang let's go chasing that W in week 10 till next time on win some lose some see ya